The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So we're going to be in Psalm chapter 27 this morning. So if you go there, I'm going to look at three thoughts from the first couple verses of Psalm chapter 27. So I'm going to go ahead and read the passage and then we'll break down some thoughts from it. Psalm 27, beginning in verse 1. David said, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not, uh, shall not fear. The war should rise against me, and this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I, may, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me, and he shall set me upon a rock." Well, let's take a time and look at these first five verses. And, and the, obviously what we see is we see a word that we talked just a couple days ago about, and that's fear. And we talked about, and I won't start with the same idea of how fear can be consuming today. And, and we talked about if we could be consumed with fear of God the way we are with much of the fear today, uh, what a powerful thing would be for our Christian journey. But today we're going to look at, at uh, David, and he talks about this idea of fear, and he really breaks it down. So I have three thoughts. I, I have three thoughts about this idea. We said we have his foundation, his fear, and then his focus. And I think there's some great principles here. So let's start with his foundation. He says, the Lord is my light and salvation. So he goes back to the word. Anytime in the Old Testament you see the word Lord in all caps, it is speaking in reference to Jehovah God. Um, and so you look back and you say, this is Jehovah God, the creator of the universe, uh, the one who loves me personally. The Lord is my light. So he starts off with this foundation. He says that he's my light. I like the idea of light because it, it's something that exposes truth. It's something that helps me to see my strengths and, and then obviously my weaknesses. Help me to see how much I need him for these things. And obviously in this light, it lightens up the fact that I can't do things on my own and I do need God. And, and that light is absolutely necessary. But as we, the theme verse for this podcast, the Lord is, um, um, uh, Psalm 119.105, that word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So light talks about helping me to see the truth. Light gives me direction. Light helps me to realize my failures or others and helps me to find my focus in Him. So the, the idea of light, you turn the light on, you see so many things. And so when, when God opens and exposes and brings light into my life, He offers so many opportunities for growth and to see Him in all of that. So because my light, then He says my salvation, my, my source of strength. And in our day, it's truly our hope. Salvation brings freedom from sin. Salvation brings hope for eternity. And really, it's hope and it's encouragement. That, that's what salvation brings to us. Then he says, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, and whom shall I be afraid? So in this one, this source, he goes, my life is my salvation, and he is the strength in my life. And that is the foundation. So it's, it's God who exposes and helps me to see the truth, and the truth comes in that hope. And then, because of that, he is my strength, the strength of all of my life. Can I encourage you today? If you cannot say all three of these things, it's important that this become something you consider because you know, the world is full of darkness. The world is, is just, it just wallows in darkness. And they, they're trying so many things to actually, they dig deeper in darkness to find truth. And the truth is only gonna be found in light. And obviously the light is in Jesus Christ. Now be honest, study John 3, the Bible talks about men love darkness better than light because their deeds are evil. Darkness 
covers the, the reality of what they want, their, the evil deeds. Light exposes it. And so men don't like the light. Men don't like the truth because their, their truth is exposed and they see that. And, and so they love the darkness because they don't have to. And the key with, with light is it opens truth. And sometimes we don't like that. But can I tell you when you find truth, truth in your need of a savior, and that religion and, and works won't do it. And you realize that your condition, you need a save. You come to him. He becomes your, your savior, that, which is your hope. And then he becomes your strength for life. This is what God desires to be in our personal relationship. He wants to be part of all of this and encourage us. And so, one, if you've never done that, I really encourage you to can seek that and pray about that and consider this is the truth. Number two, if you've done that, find that your foundation. Don't find foundation in, in just church attendance or in just these things, although those are good. Find it in the personal nature of God. So let's go on to verse two. So we talked about his, his foundation, but two, let's look at his fear. Now, I, I did it because it, it was consistent to just have one word topics, t titles here, but really we see his lack of fear or his control over fear because he says in that verse, verse, um, whom shall I fear and whom shall I be afraid? He says, listen, if I truly have that kind of trust in God, really who can really be someone that I should or could be afraid of? So then he goes on to describe it, verse two and three. He goes, when the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes came upon me, to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. So he says, when true things happen, when my enemies did, they did come after me. So he talks about what is happening, what has happened. He goes, but when it's done, man, they fell because of God. But in verse three, he goes in and says, let's say the worst case scenario, though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war should rise against me and this will I be confident. He said, listen, I've seen God deal with my enemies, but the worst case scenario, a host, I mean, more than just a couple, an entire army, I'm gonna be okay because of God. So we see his focus is founded in God, which means his fear is no longer in control. When my focus is in God and he is my light, let me tell you, when I look at my fear, Fear is often consuming because it's kind of like they don't give you all this information and you're fearful of what you don't know. But when you have God as your light, he helps you to see that he has the answer. He is your salvation, your hope, he is your strength. So when, when the worst of this world comes, starting with Satan and all the other battles of this world come, I have strength and I'm not gonna let fear control me because he's my light, he's my salvation, he's my strength. When I truly have that sweet communion to walk with God, I'm not going to be consumed by fear. I mean, he says, really, who, how could I be afraid of because of all of this? And then he breaks down to the worst case scenario. And as a king, he imagined that would be the worst case scenario. If I found our country at battle against the host, a large amount of armies, if I were to find myself in that spot, I would still be okay because of God. No matter how dark or how rough or how lost things may feel right now. He says, in the worst case scenario, I will keep my trust in him. Then he continues on. He says one thing. So we see his focus, his foundation, and, and then his fear. Then we go to his focus. And I love this because I think it's such a powerful thing. Paul said something similar to this in the book of Philippians. He says, one thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. From the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle, so he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. Now, the house of the Lord is the temple at that time. And he said, I would just love to leave the palace and spend time in the temple in the presence of God. I would just love to be in that spot. And, and while I don't necessarily think that this says we need to go hide in the church auditorium, I do believe that there's some great principles in the fact that I, 
I would, you know, wouldn't it be great if we could just dwell in the presence of God all the time, just set aside the distractions of the world? And unfortunately, we live in a day where we have to do our job. We have to live. But let me tell you, here's the one thing that I will look at, and that is simply to be in the presence of God. And when I'm there, I learn more and more about God. I learn about his light, his salvation, his strength. I learn about his power he gives, and therefore, whom shall I fear? This is what I learn because this is the one thing I focus after. You know, we live in a time of distraction. We live in a time where social media, it can be, and you can kick it on and everything's great, and you just see one or two things and it just overwhelms you. It's someone who said something you don't like, or you know, someone's living maybe a better life than you feel like you are, or whatever it is, or someone you know is struggling, and it can be consuming. It can be so easily distracting, and just flip your screen a couple times, and in just a couple of minutes, it can be overwhelming. Then you go to the news and the world, and it's just even more overwhelming, and we live in such a distracted day. And David said, you know, this is the one thing I will seek after. Paul said that, this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forth unto the things which are before. He says, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Can I, can I encourage us that one of the great principles we can see in all of this is the reason he had a strong foundation and he wasn't consumed by fear is because he kept his focus on Jesus. You know, if we, the Bible tells us in Hebrews, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. We must keep our eyes in these days focused on Jesus. And when I do, because, you know, we know he's our light. We know he's our salvation. We know he's our strength. We know we don't have to fear because God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. We know those things. But if we are not seeking actively to be in the presence of God and to seek God and to recognize this, we can begin to forget those truths, truths that we know so simplistically. We know to be true. We know to be right. But we can, be, we can forget them. We can forget them because we can be consumed. And we look at the world and all the battles and we say, can it be true? Yes, it is. And it is true. And we can know that. But if we're not keeping our eyes focused on Jesus, boy, Satan gets in. You know, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, a couple days ago. Warren Wearsby wrote that, you know, that book. Uh, he had Strategy of Satan, where Satan's, Satan's um, battlefield is my mind, our mind, and his weapon is lies. And if we're not focused on Jesus, we can become consumed with the lies of Satan. And may we keep our eyes focused on Jesus. May we keep our hearts and minds focused on God and in the right direction. Can I tell you, the world is striving and screaming for your attention. And they want you to be focused on the things they want you to be focused on, which unfortunately uh, forces us to make decisions based upon fear. That's how the world works today. But if we keep our eyes focused on Jesus, we have comfort, we have strength, we have guidance in the most fearful and uncertain of times. May that be where we place our attention today. I hope we remember the foundation that we have in God, the lack of fear that we need to have in our daily life because of the focus, all based on the focus that we have on Jesus. And may that be something that we work on and, and just put our focus on today. Well, thank you for joining us on this Thursday morning. And we're just grateful for the opportunity you've given to us to be part of your day. And we hope we can be encouragement to you. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And again, we hope you join us tomorrow as we finish the week off together and get prepared for the weekend around God's word. And we look forward to the time together. If we can be a blessing to you at church, if you want to call and talk to us, uh, if we can help you in any way, please allow us to in that area. We can do anything. We, we hope to be an encouragement to you. Uh, thanks for joining us again today. We look forward to seeing you next time.